0: This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Let's flip the page, shall we? And let's talk about something a little bit different. Let's get into a little bit of college football. Clint Schelf is with us now on the Blitz 1170. He is our Oklahoma State insider. And, and Clint, last week we talked a little bit about you know getting ready for a game, and you mentioned how as a starter it's great you get to rest. As a backup it's great you get more reps. But what I want to ask about this morning is, how do you prepare when you're going to play a team like A&M where you don't know who in the heck's going to play? They're brand-new coaches, brand-new coordinators, and you don't even know who's going to be there and who's not going to be there. It, or do you even worry about that as a player right now?
1: You know, I don't, I don't think you do. You uh, know, I mean, that's something that <clears throat> I mentioned last week that Coach Gundy does a, a good job of is, is putting into perspective the game. <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, I've had a, a little bit of a cold, but uh, – putting into the game, um, you know, is it a, is it a, a business trip? Is it a, is it a fun time to have trick plays and enjoy it? And so when you, when you think about it from that perspective, I think what he's telling these guys is, hey, listen, it doesn't matter who lines up across from you. We've got to do what we need to do. We're going to have some fun with it. And, and let's, let's worry about us because, like you said, and, and Oklahoma State fans uh, will be a little bit familiar with this. They're leading passer. Texas A&M's leading tackler. They're leading receiver. All not going to play. A couple of them in the transfer portal, a couple of them moving on to the NFL. So, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to prepare for a team like that, especially with Coach Elko and the new staff coming in.
0: You know, one of the things that we hear, and again, I want to remind you, we're talk we are we are visiting with Clint Shelf, he is our Oklahoma State insider, former Cowboys starting quarterback as well. Now, when you're playing against a team that has that kind of uh unknowns coming in as A&M is gonna have, and you've heard Coach Gundy say this is we're just we're just gonna do spring practice and we're just gonna go play, as a player you wanna meet you want this to be a bonus. You want this to be exciting. This is supposed to be kind of a payoff at the end of the year. Do you feel does that change, Clint, when you're playing a game that doesn't matter that much?
1: You know, I think it started to change a little bit more uh, since I've been playing. You know, back when when I was playing, typically everybody played. It was fun. You got to, you know, first couple of days down in, at Bullsite, there was no curfew. You got to go out, and then it, you know, started getting tapered back, and you didn't get to, you know, do anything, which was, you know, fun in some places, and, and then not as much fun in other places, but there wasn't the portal and there weren't people leaving and sitting out for drafts. And so, um, you know, it, it, it certainly makes it a a different mindset going in with, with a game that, that most likely doesn't, doesn't really matter. Uh, but ultimately I think the way to frame it is that it's one more opportunity to play with this year's team. Cause it's going to be completely different. You have your buddies in the locker room that you enjoy being around those seniors, the guys that don't get to play the game anymore. You want to go out and have fun for them. Uh, but it's also really good, you know, to, to put more um good tape out there, right? You wanna you wanna play well um, in the era of the portal. Um, you know, all it takes is having one good game and somebody says, Hey, we need a guy like that on our team. So um, you know, I think I think it, it you know, it's kind of twofold where maybe maybe guys are sitting out and not playing, but at the same time, you've gotta do a really good job of of, you know, preparing for yourself and putting good tape out
0: there for other teams to see. 819 on the blitz 1170, talking to Clint Shelfie, our Oklahoma State insider for football as we talk about the Cowboys preparing for that Texas bowl. Bryce Hulse. Yeah, Clint, I
1: had a you know a portal question. Since we've talked, we've had two receivers uh leave OSU with Jaden Bray and, and Blaine Green. Both of them have entered the portal. And it's kind of interesting because Jaden Bray is a good player, has has shown a lot of upside and as well as Blaine Green but there hasn't been a lot of panic from, you know, the OSU fan base. Uh, Maybe it's a sign of, you know, just things to come in terms of returning guys at that position. What were your takeaways from those two guys leaving the receiver room? You know, I was really surprised uh, with, with Jaden Bray entering. I thought he was a guy that um, could be really, really good. Um, Once he had been more developed, he's just kind of a raw player. Um, And I think you don't see the panic because, if, you, if you're familiar with, with Oklahoma State football, if you're familiar with Casey Dunn, um, you know, people may not like some of, of the plays he calls, but there's one thing you have to respect that he's done a great job of, and that's the wide receiver room. Back from when I was there with Jade, with Justin Blackman, um, he is a very, very good uh, recruiter, but he's a very good developer as well. and He he's, does a, a fantastic job with those guys. So I think part of it maybe comes from hopefully – um, understanding that that he is very good in that room and with those guys, and he he knows <clears throat> what we what we need, but also I think part of it is you know getting some guys back, getting Deshaun seanansribbling back, who I still think uh, if he was healthy this last year would have been the leading receiver uh, for the cowboys, so you know I think part of that comes from maybe just just the the p t s d from last year, and then you know hey, we lost all those guys last year, we made it to the big twelve championship game, so hopefully you know one or two guys leaving this year isn 't going to be a big deal, but I think Understanding that that's a strength of Coach Dunn's, and and some of those guys like Deshaun Stribling coming back will help.
0: A couple more minutes here with Clint Shelf, our Oklahoma State insider here on the Blitz 1170. You know, we we talk about the portal. Guys have been in, guys, and we've seen some guys go in and come back out around the country, too. As a player, let's put yourself in the position of being on this team right now. And let's say a guy enters the portal but still wants to play in the bowl game. And that's going to happen, or at least may happen around the year, around the country this year. How would you, Clint, as a player who didn't enter the portal and stayed at your school, how would you feel about that? You know,
1: I would be, I would be as a quarterback. I think that's a leadership leadership position, and getting to know the other guys and understand what makes them tick and what is what is you know the best for them. Um, I think that's part of your job. And so when you when you look at it from that lens. <clears throat> And a guy tells me, "Hey, I think this is what is in the best interest of for me and my family, and he enters the portal and then he decides to come back or doesn 't you know i think I think you just have to ultimately prepare um, with the guys that you have you have to you have to understand that that 's part of the game now, and if a guy does that, um, you know i, I wouldn 't have any ill will towards him i think I think you have to understand that guys are going to try to secure money nowadays i mean let's let's be frank with it guys are gonna gonna put their names in there and see if see if people are gonna offer them a bunch of money or any Mm -hmm. money more money than what they're getting to to come and transfer so um i think when you look at it from maybe the perspective of of the quarterback which you have to be a leader you have to be a guy who um like i said understands the other guys where they're from get to know them and and what makes them tick i think when you look at it from that perspective You just want what got what is best
0: for each guy and what's best for their family. Let's take it a step further. What if that player happened to be at your position and played and started and a guy who's coming back didn't, would you feel differently? Yeah.
1: You know, it would be, it's certainly different if it's at your position, you know, Uh, I think, I think somebody, I'm not sure if this is confirmed or not, but I believe maybe Spencer tried to come back last year and, 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 you know, he, he, you know, was unable to do so. So, if I'm looking at a quarterback and I'm going to get the opportunity to play, you know, if I'm a, a younger guy and, and I may get to play and the guy is, is thinking about leave, leaving through the portal and then comes back, you know, I'd be pretty bummed. Um, and, and ultimately it's up to each guy. And, and you know, if, if that is the case at your position, then, you know, maybe time for you to, to maybe look at your options. So um, I think it adds just a completely different, different aspect if it's at your own position and it's a guy that you're you, – you're going to be really close with because you're in the, the room with them at all times. I've talked about this, um, at length on, on podcasts and radios, but, um, you know, when you're, when it's a quarterback, like for instance, JW and Westland, when I was in, when I was in school, those were my best friends. Cause I was in the room with them day in and day out uh, on the team. And so it, it makes it complicated when it gets into that, you know, it's almost like you're, you're close family, right? You're, you're you don't want them to do bad, but at the same time, if they do do bad, you may get a better opportunity to play, so it definitely makes it more tricky.
0: <laughs> have a good game, not really <laughs> and I get it. I get it, I do all right, so lastly, you know you said it's a it's a it's a bonus, and it is, and you know coach says we're going to treat it like spring practice, and we're just going to go play a game. What did you as a player want to get out of the bowl experience? Was it really play well for next year? Was it just to have a good time? Was it a combination? What did you want the most out of it, Clint?
1: Yeah, for me it was, um, you know, it was it was to put put good film out there, right? I mean, um, I was came into the year, my junior year, thinking I was going to start. Then I didn't get to play, and then I got to play towards the end of the year. Got to start in the bowl game, so in my mind, at least my junior year, when I knew I was coming back, um, you know, I knew I had to put really good tape out there. I knew that the job, uh, Coach Gundy, was was probably not going to announce me as a starter in the off season. Um, and so I knew that I had to play really well. And I did, you know, it was the heart of Dallas bowl. I won MVP. We we beat Purdue uh, very handily. They were, um, you know, it was a bad matchup for them, but, you know, I just felt like I had to take care of my own self in that, in that moment. And I had to really, really do well to try to be named the starter. Um, and then, you know, it, it, it's always about, we've talked about it at length. Um, it's about having fun. Um, but, but for me, I knew I had to lock in and try to, um, kind of distance myself, use that one last opportunity, mm-hmm. prepare and distance myself because like I, like we mentioned, you know those backups at that point were getting the reps, so they were getting to to get some good tape out there through practice, and I knew that that was my opportunity to kind of regain and grab the reins back. <laughs>
0: All right, hey, you know what? I, I, great visit as always. A uh, nice job here on this second time. Sorry to scare you this morning because I almost I, I texted Clint and said, hey, I need you at seven thirty. No, no, he's at normally at eight thirty with GT Bynum, our mayor, eight thirty this morning. Clint was nice enough to move for us. Are you going to head? Are you going to the Texas ball?
1: I'm not. So, yeah, yeah. When you text me, I just gotten my one of my daughters up and I'm getting it ready. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be they're going to get to hear my daughter screaming in the background. (laughs) We're good. You guys are going to get to really know me well. But uh, no, I'm not making it down to this one. Uh, we we've, we've, I made it down for the Big 12 championship yeah, game. Good. Um, 0 for 2 in those, uh, so I don't want to risk
0: it with the bowl game. <laughs> well, uh, you know, next week uh, I, I think we'll be doing some best ofs and things like that, so we won't visit with you next week. But we'll make sure we get to you the week after the bowl game. And thanks very much for doing it, Clint. Awesome, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Clint Shelf, he is a former Oklahoma State quarterback here on the Blitz. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.